Sleuths, the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live and then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Swaff. I just got back from LA. I feel like I have a golf ball in my fucking throat. I can barely swallow. It hurts so bad. But you know it's a good fucking trip when you get home and you can barely swallow. Am I fucking right? LA. Some absurd shit went down while I was there. I fell in love. I went to some star-studded Hollywood parties and I don't want to brag, but Drake was definitely there. I got flipped off by a group of girls. I stayed at a mansion and a man in a kimono was wreaking havoc throughout the house. And I actually thought my life was in jeopardy. I haven't had a life-changing trip like this for a fucking while. I usually always talk shit on LA, but did I think about moving there for a second? Maybe. I'm going to get into all of this shit next week. But first, I have my biggest lesbian crush coming on. She hooked it up in LA. Maybe we hooked up. I don't know. Listen, find out. Let's get into it. I am here with the one and only fucking Wheezy bitch. This is only our second time meeting, bitch. Uh Is it? Why do I feel like I've known you my whole life? Because we were like that. We have to tell people what happened (laughs) after the day we met. Okay, hold the phone. I'm here with Wheezy from Horrible Decisions. I was on their episode a while back. Um, They were on mine, but... People loved it. They loved it. You guys, and you should go listen to Horrible Decisions. It's actually a really good show. Fun. But anyways, so Wheezy, okay, tell them. I feel like we have become so close. Like, we're tight. I know. We are. It happened that night. That night. I. You know what? It's funny. Like, we did the podcast. We go eat together. We have this moment where we talk about depression, crying, and how we want to kill ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we leave and go party. Yeah. You're fucking nuts. No. <laughs> Me? Yo. Bitch, there was a guy there. We were there for 30 seconds and you were like, I think I love him. You went and got his number. The dude. And then we looked him up and he had a fucking Domestic violence charge. Yes. And I'm like, how did you just fucking get this guy out of all the fucking guys in this club right away to go fuck? (laughs) Did you fuck him? No, bitch. He was. First of all, let's give some context. We leave the restaurant. We're in LES. It's like already nostalgic. Sophia gets a text message from an unknown number that's like, party in Williamsburg, da 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 She's like, let's get an Uber, let's go. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, whose party is it? She's like, I don't know. Guys, a random number texted me. I had no clue who it was or who they were. We go to the party. This guy starts talking about how he sells exotic cars. <laughs> Mind you, me and Sophia are in the middle of talking about feet for whatever reason. We're high as fuck. Yeah. And while he comes over, you're like, can I put my feet on the Porsche? Because I wanted to start an OnlyFans and it would just be my feet, right? Right. That's what we were talking about. Only feet. 
Oh. Your, that's even my first episode on the TV show. <laughs> really? Only feet. Uh, let's do We're going to talk about Wheezy's TV show. But basically, yeah, the guy came over and I was like, can I please borrow? I think it was a Ferrari for my foot shoe. Yeah. Is what I was saying. He was like, oh, you can model my car with my feet. They loved Bitch, us. Bitch, first of all, you had me at this damn party. <laughs> they had no furniture, okay? They were so happy she came in there because everybody in there, I'm not saying they were ugly. I'm just they saying- were- they weren't. They were below a five. Yeah. They they were unattractive. They were. I think and we can I, say that. I get real loose. Like, I'll fuck a five because they're fun uh-huh. when I'm lit. But these not people, at that party. These people were not Also, fun. it was given poor. Like, how you got floor-to-ceiling windows? Ain't no furniture in here. So then I said, and I felt so bad. I was like, so did you guys just move in? Oh, you made a comment about it? You don't remember? No. What did they say? Guys, there literally was no furniture. There was one couch. And Bro. like this penthouse No, shit. it's just bachelor shit. And then Sophia's like, fuck <laughs> them. Let's take pictures. They hated us at this party. We drank all the liquor. We kept going in the bathroom we- to take selfies <laughs> and whatever. And then I was like, I got a better party. So here's when I really knew. Maybe we met in another life. And I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Because I took... I felt like your muscle that night and I didn't realize the magnitude of like your stardom because it's not my world. Stop. I'm serious. You have to know and acknowledge that shit when it happens. And one, it was your first time back in New York. People haven't seen you. Mm -hmm. Women coming up to you were so disrespectful. I'm not kidding, Sophia. Like that really bothered me. Disrespectful in what way? For one, the girl that came up to you had a daddy hat on. Well, yeah, I just like recently. And was like, Tia, zombie with me. My God, I was like, take off the hat, bitch. <laughs> then disrespectful because there were, it was very clear you were over it. And you're so nice that you don't know what to do. I am overly nice. Yes. You're too fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Touching you. Remember I had my mask on? Yeah. We had a table. And they kept coming in the table. Oh, I was and just like, sitting girl, down. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the parameter, babe. Right. Right. I actually love obviously like running into my listeners, but this girl was being like blatantly like she was just sitting there like with her boyfriend. She like wanted to bring her friends over. She's wearing the daddy hat. I've been talking about your old podcast is disrespectful because bitch, you know, I ain't on this shit no more. Yes. Especially if you got the hat on. Yes. Girl, I feel like somebody came up to me talking about my ex and you know, I left him. Do I? (laughs) That's so true. I love James. It's like, bitch, well, I don't. (laughs) Do you see me with his ass? No. No, I know. I do have people come up to me and they'll say, oh my God, I love the old show. And I don't really get upset because I was a huge part of it though. But now we got the hat on. You are the the part of it. The hat was too much. I should have fucking put it on and taken a picture. Girl, you know, you fucking took a picture of her and I'm sitting there like (laughs) your manager. I'm like, she can't take pictures right now. And Sophia's like, nah, I was so upset about it because I know what it feels like to, you know, argue with my co-host. Yeah. And, you know, we work really hard at our relationship, mm-hmm. like therapy and all that you shit. You guys go to fucking therapy. That's insane. Girl, we be cussing each other out in therapy. So that's really <laughs> smart. I think that's really cool that you guys do that. Though. We have to because mm-hmm. we make a lot of money and we need to make this shit work. Yep. And I think that if if what happened to me, just knowing that tension transpired and having someone be in my face, like that would be hard for me. Yeah. But you do very well with it when you shouldn't. Yeah. It, it really, it's not hard for me because to be honest, like, I do feel like I am a part of that show. I mean, I built it. I was part of it for two years. And so, you know, it's a big part of my past when people are like, I mean, obviously I like it better when they say it so few than F. So anyone fucking listening, if you see me. When I say that, the brand 100% is a part of both of yours. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it belongs to now. It's 100%. Yeah. Where yeah. the IP is, that is something that was yours, right? When we think about 106 in Park, whether you guys are too young to know that or not, I think about the two hosts, AJ and Free, not the new ones. I, I think about who started this. That's mm-hmm. a real thing. But to me, when people really know who you are or are wearing merch and things like that, mm-hmm. I can't imagine someone bringing up their name or just being crass about it. Like, that's hard. That yeah. to me is rude. And if you keep going, you're like, why don't you go back? Someone said that to you. <laughs> I was like, wait, it? they did? They you said, were Why so you fucking back? lit, bro. I, I was, okay, I was drunk, but I don't know, Weezy, you were fucking doing some wild ass shit as well. You were up, leg up, twerking. I have videos. I'm going to post them. I have them. videos uh, uh, so oh. do, as well as I do. You want to go video to video? Let's no. do it. Do you no, remember when the girl threw ice at me? For what? 
You don't remember that Russian girl threw ice at me and she was like, Apparent, what is problem? Apparently we were at two different parties because like <laughs> half of the shit I'm saying you don't remember and you don't remember my so shit. So here's my thing. When I'm on drugs, mm-hmm. I get hyper aware and very defensive. It, it's giving a scar face for okay. me. Okay. You're party girl, bitch. Oh, where I'm like, through. bitch, who's fucking with us? I'm. That's yes. really what happened. Okay, that makes sense. But, but it was I, fun though. The Russians, yeah. The there was a group of Russians. I um bought drugs from one of them. I spent just you know a nice eight hundred dollars. I, I had know. drugs with me. I don't know. I just, they, it looked cute. All the little vials. I was like down. He like had like a nice selection. I was like, I've heard of that drug. Like I kind of want to take you, it back is to that Utah. How we- started our sisterhood i think so i think that's really what it was no i think no it was we met in another life i'm telling you no i think so the second i showed up to horrible decisions i was like oh i love this bitch i felt the same way and it's funny because i remember you were calling me like a week later venting about something Mm -hmm. and i knew how much that really was what made me feel close to you because I could tell from how you were talking to me how much people have hurt you. Mm. You asked me like 10 fucking times not to say something. Please, Weezy, can I I just tell you this? And I'm like, bro, like, who am I going to go to? Oh, my God. I remember. And I still do that incessantly. If I say something, I'll be like, please, like, don't tell anyone. Like, and I'll I'm obsessive about it, you know. But that's when you knew like we were tight. That's when I really felt like I had a closeness to you that I couldn't explain Mm -hmm. because when you told me your story and like, I hate bringing it up again, but no, it's fine. it really is like talking about how sad you were mm-hmm. and how depressed and how I don't even see you like that. I don't think anybody sees you like that Yeah, because you're so vibrant. It was like, wow. Yeah. That's when you know someone has a lot of pain there. And then for you to say it 10 times after I feel like we were getting along, I'm like, oh, you just can't trust anyone. I can't imagine. Yeah. Granted, yes, your best friend did that to you, but also she was giving that energy like she would tell you anything. I'm sorry. She, I feel like I was, I didn't know, dude. I'm so fucking oblivious you and naive with shit. I know. I need to like stop. You need a therapist <laughs> or what? I don't know. You just need a muscle friend that will like always like, you need a. Can I hire you? No. I have Damn, too many you're jobs. Too successful. I can't fucking afford you at all. I have too many jobs, but I'll do it for you if you want me to. Thank you. We well, run into each other or something. That night was, we just completely bonded and. When I just said you have 20 jobs, let's talk about your show. What's okay. going on? I guess Weezy's on TV now. She's that type of bitch. Girl, I can't wait every... Bro, if my food is taking too long at Chipotle, I'm like, excuse me? I have a fucking TV show. Louder for the people in the back. That's- I have a fucking TV show. <laughs> you and turned you know- into a cunt, basically. <laughs> basically is what my you're saying. My voice gets more whiter and whiter. Like, I'm in LA so much. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have oat milk? Are you kidding me, bitch? So, <laughs> me last night, by the way, not, guys, this is a complete side note. Last night, I was super drunk. I was trying to meet up with Wheezy and I was crying to her about how I had to wait in a line to I get into a club. I can't believe you had to wait in a line, bitch. I, I don't do that shit. I'm sorry. Is but- that snobby of us to say? No. Here's the thing. You know your demo and I know mine. Bitch, if I go to Atlanta and I got to wait in line, Hell no. If you're asking for pictures with me and I got a weight line, no. No. This is your demo in LA. I know. Bitch, there's no way. At Poppy. No, listen. But you remember Chanel West Coast? She went off on a security guard. We all did. At Poppy and it was on TMZ. Same what? She was like, fuck y'all. Don't nobody want to get in here. I hate her voice so much. Her laugh. I mean, it's her fucking laugh. No, it's her self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll cut her name out. I just want to. Because we love you. Do we really have to? No, we don't. We can no, absolutely keep it No, I don't in. like when people do black sense, bro. I'm just a it's little so bit unnatural. under fire right now. I think you forgot. Okay, well, ask for Betty. Saying names. I don't like her black scent. It's too much. <laughs> how how you gotta always talk like this? How do a black scent? I've never fucking heard that. It's hilarious. So the term black scent, it's like slang for when someone who isn't black and granted, of course, black people don't speak a certain way, white people don't speak a certain way. But it's when you try to take this whole hood persona mm. and it's just weird. Also, like, it's funny. I had a conversation with you about you recently when someone was like, you're always talking shit about white girls, but you love Sophia. I was like, oh, because Sophia doesn't fake the funk. Fuck no. There's certain white women that totally switch their shit up. I have white girls that start calling me sis or bit or they oh, do this. They, they like switch up their fucking personality to like. Yeah. And they'll do you. this head movement shit with me. I don't like that shit, bro. Like 
especially when I take you around other black people, like, please right. don't fucking embarrass me. <laughs> Girl, I, I probably don't. There do can it. only be one of us. I probably don't do it because I am the epitome of Valley girl. I know. Can you imagine me trying? Can you imagine me trying the black scent? No. Oh, I but I hope you never. I never fucking would. Thank God. I don't feel the pressure. Like, I'm just going to be myself. And that's fucking. But that's like the thing when you're comfortable in who you are. And you and I are both on that self-deprecating shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just be who you are. Yes. Matter of fact, actually, when that person said that, I was like, first of all, she's Argentinian. Oh, really? Oh, when the person was like, oh, but you fuck with Sophia. I was like, hold on. She's Latina. I am, though. Latina. <laughs> Thank God. People fucking forget that. Like, I. Because we can't hear it. (laughs) Granted, like, Argentina and Spain, where my parents were born and raised, like, my mother's first generation. Maybe it's the Utah. Because your mom is Latina as fuck. Have you heard her accent? Yes. But, like, I don't give off the Latinx vibe. I actually get shit about it. I've seen people write, like, why don't you embrace those roots more? And I am like, I do. I'm super proud of it. How do I not embrace it? It's annoying. So I've heard this when, so I'm black and Israeli, but uh, people will say to me like, oh, you don't talk about Judaism at all or Israeli shit. I'm like, bro, like I grew up with a black mom, right? Mm -hmm. And didn't, wasn't really connected to that part of my family. So it's not like I'm shunned from it. I just don't have it in me. You can't fake the funk. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not growing up speaking Spanish all the time or like back and forth to Argentina Mm -hmm. or like connecting with that part of your family, it's hard. I mean, Spanish actually was my first language. That sounds like a goddamn lie. No, I I believe you. And I think... (laughs) I think that is why I speak the way I do because going to school, Spanish was my first language. I had to learn. And I swear to God, I would watch TV... And I swear I picked up that accent. Also Dude, Utah, though. I have another podcast called For Fact's Sake, where me and a comedian run down a bunch of facts. And his voice is so distinct. And he says Spanish was his first language. And he learned English from news anchors. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. That uh, is why I talk So you like watched what? The Hills? Pro- the Hills. Clueless the Disney Channel. Sure. The Disney it's Channel. Share. What? It's given share. Share vibes. Clueless. 100%. I am her. Should we talk about dick or something? No, I want to talk about your show. Oh, my God. So Sex Sells is a show I created where we basically talk about the entrepreneurs that make money from sex without having it. And to me, that was very important because the premise of Horrible, what a lot of people don't know. Mandy your podcast. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. We started because we were two corporate women talking about sex. And we thought it was going to be great to be the nine to five girls that talked about sex. You were that nine to five yep, girl. Your yep, co-host at the time wasn't. But I don't mean that in a shady way. But no. like you could have made it marketed that way too, right? Yeah. Because when you're working a nine to five and you're like coming in with the same clothes, you have the dick spit in your hair, like that kind of smell. Yeah. Like that's something that is really relatable and real. It but is. we can't talk about. So... Not only did I have that part of the business acumen and learning about it, but I really wanted to highlight sex workers in a way. Um, Just because they don't fuck for money, I mean, doesn't mean they aren't sex workers. And it doesn't mean that they shouldn't be credited as entrepreneurs. Absolutely. So what are they doing? If they're not fucking, like, what are the types of things that they're doing? So each episode, I basically highlight two businesses in a certain genre. So let's say the episode's education. So we meet people that teach courses about sex. So it could be a phone sex operator. That's my personal favorite. I had my mom do it with me. Oh, my God. Oh, it was so funny. She was really good. She's, Your mom? Her black what ass said, I want your cock. I was like, oh! No way. She was too good. Then one of my favorites was the sex toy episode too, where me and my best friend Vinny, I basically molded his dick in a tube, Mm Clona Willy. And then I talked to the Clona Willy company. Um, There's another episode where I met with a financial dominatrix who doesn't fuck for money. She just basically takes pay pigs money. A lot of people have seen that reference in Euphoria. Remember when she was like draining wallets? And also she teaches people how to do it on Patreon. But I mean, these men and women make so much money just in the adjacent world. Right. And we do, too. I was just going to ask you, like, you, the way that we talk about sex so openly, you would say that that's like a type of sex work. I think we're sex educators. I believe that. Whether it's... Uh, Whether it's good education, I don't know, but... Like, when I'm talking about chlamydia... Have you had that? Girl, anyway... So, <laughs> you know, the, the the antibiotics in Mexico, they're only four bucks. 
Really? I bought a bunch for friends and I gave them away as gifts. Shut the fuck up. Yes, I did. I was like, what can I get? A moxicillin. I'm jealous. I would I would get Xanax for my friends. I feel like that would be a really The Xanax is actually like a hot ticket item. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get the cheap shit. Oh, got it, got it, got but, it. But um, no, we are. You know what I mean? Like there's something that people have learned from you that they didn't know before. Mm-hmm. There's learning experiences we have. And that's sex ed, really. We're just the unofficial sex educators, but this is a new school shit. And speaking of new school shit, I really felt like what I did with that show, first of all, it's the first business show ever hosted by a black woman. Wow. There's been shows like that were digital maybe, but never on cable. Wow. Um, And it's about sex, which makes it even more salacious. Mm -hmm. But the show is about business. And we all know you don't necessarily need a degree to be a millionaire anymore. You don't have to have you know, the suit on to make that money. And it's different. Mm -hmm. Like you can be the girl who is online talking about, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Send me $5,000 and you'll make it. These are real jobs. Not only that, they have to figure out how to do SEO work, market themselves, take electronic payment safely. They're running a business. Crowdfunding platforms. Mm -hmm. Like it's real business. Yeah. Making your LLC, tax preparations, like One thing I learned, a dungeon, a sex dungeon. I've always wondered how that was legal. What is that? It's an acting studio. It's an acting studio. Basically, when you visit a sex dungeon, you are role playing in an acting role. That is the um, division or sector of the business. It's not sex, quote unquote, related. And they're not fucking in the dungeon. They're not fucking. No, it's a lot of domination shit or like certain things. But yeah, a a great episode I did. I don't know if you've heard about NSFW. They're known as like the Soho House of Sex Clubs because of the membership and the community. But uh, with NSFW, we take a camera, we go in there and we basically film what it's like to be in a sex club. And so many people wonder what it's like. And I, I sat with a couple on the bed. I asked them about what they wanted to have come from this. And, you know, they worked in healthcare, like. It's people that are normal that you think aren't. I went in the shower that fits six people. And he's like, yeah, that's where we do our golden showers and people get pissed on. And, you know, they come in for that. We do certain nights for the party. But this is a real business. And what was cooler about it is I always thought sex clubs were illegal. He said it was legal. And it is because he's charging tickets to an event where sex is not promised. These are consenting adults that do it. They're like-minded people. Mm -hmm. There's no rule against selling tickets to a party where people will fuck. So it's legal. Yeah. So then why is a, and I know brothel is the most outdated fucking term, but like, why are those things no, it's not, not legal? Um, so brothels are illegal because selling your body for money is illegal. But what if you just say it's not promised? Well, but I might. That's Bitch, why, I might. That's why escorting sites exist. Mm. So escorts promise their time and maybe you'll fuck, maybe yeah. not. That's why escorts get away with it. And why Craigslist and Backpages, they would get taken down all the time because people were actually explicitly saying this is the dollar amount for what you'll get. Mm -hmm. So you may have seen terms like 200 roses instead of $200. Right. Like people would try to use that stuff. But um, what's sad about what's happened with Backpage and all of that is a lot of these girls were able to share a community, and mainly women, but they were able to share a community of clients. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say that we're both escorts and mm-hmm. you're in New York. You're like, have you been with this guy before? And I can be like, no, but let me see if anyone's seen him. And if they have, and they're like, hey, he's really rough or he may not pay oh, you or okay. he'll do this. It's safety. And so now- They took back pages away, right? Right. But a lot yeah. of those websites where you can cross-reference were really helping sex workers and it's fucked up the game. There's an increase in human trafficking because wow. of it. I mean, it's fucked up. SESTA fucked a lot of shit up. Um, and I don't want to quote it too much because it's definitely like something I'm not super sure about. But what I know is because they've made all these laws hunkering down on sex workers, it's increased human trafficking, put women on the streets yeah. where street walking is more of a risk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it sucks. Yeah. So what I really liked about this show is it did talk about the safety risks, if any. But even there was things like I, I went to my waxer, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's doing vajayshals and shit like that. This is all for sex. Right. No one's doing this if you aren't getting fucked. Let's be real. Right. Maybe they are, but they probably not. So, and you would say she's a sex worker. She's not a sex worker, but she makes money from sex without having it. 100%. Okay. She waxed me on camera. That was crazy. I did naked yoga. Bro, I got crazy. No. Did they blur out your tits and shit or no? They did, but they were really good. My camera guy like used like a little leaf to put over me. Girl, my pussy was open the whole season. Charlemagne <laughs> was in an episode, right? And he's my he's my partner, aka yeah. boss, right? He cuts yeah, my yeah. check. 
But like I did an OnlyFans shoot for my feet where they were like putting oil on me and shit. Uh And I basically asked him if it was okay. And he was like, Lizzie, no. Why? He was like, you don't have to do this. He's like, you don't have the feet for it. I know what you're about to say. So then we bring an OnlyFans girl in there and she's like telling us how it works. And like, with the audience, you really learn like, oh, this is a business. She's like, these are the colors that people like. This is what I have to get. This is how I make the videos look. Like, yes. And it's real fucking work, bro. Right, right. The way that these influencers have to sell their fucking shit, it's the same shit. I was just going to say influencers, people think it's not work. It oh, you're is a total so whore much. for likes. You are, <laughs> you are, it is fucking work. It's a lot of work. But it really felt like you were in this secret world. And I think what it's going to do is really help people understand anybody who has a business. You mm-hmm. will learn something from this show. Wow. It was just helping people understand that this is real work mm-hmm. and that these people aren't beneath you. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration. And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Have you interviewed any OnlyFans girls yet? Not yet. I have to give oh, you yes, some. Oh, yes, I have. I had Lena the Plug. She has an I OnlyFans. I love Lena. Yes. I've had her on, too. I love her. So I didn't talk to Lena explicitly about money. I had her and Adam on. But... I interviewed a girl named Miss Be Nasty, and I think she said something like she pays eighty thousand to a hundred grand a quarter or some shit. What does that mean for taxes on OnlyFans? So OnlyFans, the site takes twenty percent, and then you have to pay taxes on top of that. Like this is a lot of money from pussy, right? And if pussy could be legal, it could be safer. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have as many women dying, getting kidnapped. We wouldn't be getting exploited financially. Hello, wow. We need to start a fucking movement. Like what? We I don't know. Don't fucking free the pussy. Free the pussy. Free FTP. You down with FTP? Yeah, you know me. I I completely agree with that. I think I it's completely outrageous. I remember I hired 
I was with my boyfriend at the time and we hired two girls off back pages. So that must have been, they must have stopped back pages like recently. Uh, this was like the five last few years, years ago. No, it was, it was the last few years. It oh, was around okay. Trump. Okay. But no, I mean, I really encourage sex work for couples that um, want to have threesomes. Mm-hmm. Because for one, I think a lot of people that are doing threesomes are amateurs at it. They yeah. don't really know how to make the women feel safe, make sure you're getting the Ubers home and doing certain things you need to. But I think it makes sense to hire escorts to do this job because one, they're good at it. Two, it's a less like... You can trust it. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about her trying to fuck your boyfriend after because, girl, she just wants the money. That's... Oh, my fucking God. I've never thought about that. If anyone listening wants to try a threesome, absolutely hire someone. Why wouldn't you do this? If you're going to get your hair done, Mm -hmm. are you going to go to someone that cuts hair sometimes? (laughs) No. Like, yeah, I did my own. No. No, but the thing is, I think free the pussy, that sex work should be legal. What I don't like is don't fake your fucking pictures. You can get away with it on Instagram. That's Fair. fine. But if I'm going to fuck you, if I'm going to fuck you, you need to look like your picture. What they look like? Easy. No. I'm saying two different people shut up to my house <laughs> is what I'm saying. Are you caramel sunshine? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, no, no, no. I think there was a fucking mix up. They ended up, I think, just having sex with one of my friends that was there instead. Oh, that's convenient. Honestly, like, I had a little bit of horophobia. Like, I feel like when I was younger, because we all want men to look at us like, isn't it crazy how guys want this virgin girl who has a great pussy just tight enough, but also is bisexual, but won't do it with anyone but you? I, dude, everyone, no, everyone talks about how men want, like, the virgin girl that, like, hasn't had that much sex. Not the men I've dated. The men I've dated could give... Two shit. No, they like want how you to say dicks. They want me to be a whore. Yeah, I love it so much. That's like what they want. Do you have baby fever at all? All the time. I want a baby you in three do. years. Three years. Bro, Mandy said the other day, Mandy, for anyone who's listening, doesn't know, is my co host. We were in the studio and I was talking about having a baby. She was like, bitch, no, because we got to be torn. <laughs> we have amazing live shows and can't wait to get back on the road. We've done so many cities and we stopped in the middle of it because of COVID. And when I said I wanted to have a baby, she looks at me like, bitch, what? I was like, don't worry, I'll get on stage. No. <laughs> but like, no, I mean, that's why I'm transitioning into so much production type shit mm-hmm. and different type of work because I know I want a family. Yeah. Not saying that I also want to be a hoe. Like, I don't give a fuck about right. like, talking about shit like this. What with a baby? Mm-hmm. Ali Wong did it and she's great. I don't care about that shit either. But that's so funny you say that when I told my team, I was like, guys, I'm like, checking out babies, checking out babies. But like, I want a kid. I'm like starting to feel I'm having full on baby fever. My team goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we need to get paid. We need to get paid. That's how they respond. And they were like, how are you going to like be doing what you're doing with a baby and blah, blah, blah. I I don't think you can do it yet because why? And this is fucked up to say, not trying to say women can't do both. Say it. I think there's going to be something. No, I think you're going to have an elevation that may not happen if you have a baby too soon. Yes, I agree with that. There's something next. After, I agree. I don't know what it is. I can feel it. There's something big. Me though. too. I don't know what it is, but when it happens, you just need a little more time alone. I agree. You know I, what I mean? Yes. And after that, pop that baby out. No. Mine is happening right now. What and do I'm, you mean? Like my elevation, I'm feeling it. Like the money I'm oh, making. Oh yeah, you're happy. You know, like, I have a new job I can't announce yet. Like, ooh, yes. Bitch, after that, Oh, I'm telling you, I am turning into a Karen. A, all Please, do I have to slap you with my wallet? I'm going to be a bitch. You're going to be such, you're already acting like a bitch now. I am, I am. Yes, you just said like when I'm in LA, I do this shit and. Maybe I said it in private. No, <laughs> no, you said it earlier. Uh, oat milk. The oat milk, like imagine now Bro. you're going to be times 10. When I was on my flight, this is when I knew I was doing too you're much. You're going to be like J-Lo and be like, you're not allowed to look me in the eyes. Please, like just down. Yeah. I told them, I was like, I need to put my garment bag somewhere. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I know there's a closet here. Is there's a you closet. You told who this? The stewardess. There's a closet in first class. I had a garment bag. And she was like, I don't know if we can do it because you're in comfort. I was like, honey, I'm filming. No. No, like there's little things that have happened, like the more money I make that make me want to throw up. Like when yeah. I started saying stuff about my cleaning lady, not bad. I'm just like, no, my cleaning lady's coming. 
Like, in what way? Just like when people would be like, oh, like, do we need a coaster? My cleaning lady is kind of not an idea. Oh, like when you said that. Dude, anytime I say anything about a cleaning lady, I feel like a cunt. Oh. Just even to my cleaning lady, I'm like, I'm sorry for existing. Like, <laughs> I, I feel so bad that you're here. I apologize. I was judging you when you had an assistant write me an email. Oh, and my God. And now look at me. I know. You know what it is? We're middle of the road money. Let me tell you why. You have enough money to do whatever you want, but you talk like you got money, like your goddamn Beyonce. That's what people in our caliber are doing. Yes. It's happening to me. Yes. I'm tired yes. of my shit. But also, you know what it is? Oh, people are going to fucking hate this part. I have experienced very wealthy things, not because I am, but just like with friends or men or whatever. And I've flown private before and because I got a taste of that like I'm jaded as fuck I know and then I have to come back down to earth and realize but you like, know what Sophia. that's not true Sophia because even if if at a different level right when you're younger you fuck guys with no car you fuck that one guy with a car and you're like oh you all gotta have a car then you fuck a guy that's taking you places like this then you always want to eat like this it's not easy to go back mm-hmm. and if we're being real that's what we all want and this isn't always relatable for some. I think the dope thing about us making jokes and talking about shit like this is mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying I started from that bad on bad on. <laughs> but I definitely had a regular job. I was fucking overdrafting. Like, we're women that do this fucking work. I was a waitress. Like, I've done all the things, you know? Yeah. And now I treat waiters like shit. No, you I'm, don't, I'm girl. kidding. I would never. I would me never. Neither. I would never. That is the one thing to me. So you won't date a guy that does that shit. Absolutely not. I don't fuck no. with people that do that. We, no. we had a conversation off the mic where we talked about humility and acknowledgement. And we talked about it on the episode where you came on. We talked about, you know, your old situation. And I said, people don't lose anything from giving others the credit that's due mm-hmm. and from acknowledging their work. And I think that when I see people treat waste staff like shit, I'm like, oh, you're that type of person. And yeah. like, I don't think anyone is beneath me. Waitresses make no one. mad fucking money. I yeah. can lose everything tomorrow. My voice could go away mm-hmm. and then I will have nothing. Yeah. Right. So I think we all need to know and understand like everybody is playing field and equal. I feel the exact same way. We have to. Yes. But you But you know what? That's why people do love you. Why? I think that you do exude that a little bit. Like, no, you're not the average girl that listens to your show. The average girl doesn't have maybe a Chanel bag or a nice watch or a famous podcasting career, right? Mm-hmm. But when you can speak to people like you know where they're coming from because you've been there, you're still that girl. Like, mm-hmm. that's what feels good. Yes. I, I mean, when I say... As a listener. Mo- yes. When I say making money changes you, like, I'm still the exact same bitch. I am the exact same Sophia. No, it changes your taste. 10 years ago, you just get a little less patient. Like, that's it. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, 
wider and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Oh my God. Would you hook up with me? Yeah. You would? And you're Are you a top or a bottom? Um, definitely a top. <laughs> for you, say, I would be a top. What people Do people say top bottom for two women? Uh, sometimes. Bro, one time you called me with your boyfriend and I was like, oh, he's cute. No. <laughs> Dude, I've asked him 50 times if he would ever do that shit. And he's like, a threesome? Yes. And he's like not into it. At really? All. Zero. Why? He was like one girl's enough. But I mean, he might just be like saying that shit to me because like. How's his dick? It's great. It's be- best sex ever. That's why you want to share it. Best sex. You are a good person. I would share it. I'm, I'm the same way. Absolutely. You'd be the first fucking bitch I would share I'm with. I'm the type of girl to suck a dick I and think, be like. I think we would have a better hookup just the two of us. Oh my God. There's like sexual tension right now. I see so it. it's, they turn the air off. <laughs> Everybody always asks me or like writes me, but also I'm like always egging it on when I posted this yesterday. Uh-huh. People are like, eat her pussy tonight. Wait, about me? That's so fucking funny. Now we have to do it. We have to do an episode about it after it happens. Oh, yeah. That has to be behind a paywall. You guys have to pay $25 to listen to that one. That should be our first OnlyFans release. Oh my God. Would you ever start an OnlyFans? With you. We can call it Call Me Mommy. But just our me. <laughs> call me mommy. Bitch, that's my shit. I love somebody to give me like a daddy name or like a mommy name. Like, I don't know why. I'm just. You like that. Only when women do it. Really? But so I, if we were hooking up, would you want me to be like, mommy? I said like a baby. Yeah. Mommy. Maybe just don't talk. I will. I'll, I'll be dead silent. <laughs> Trust me. I don't know. It's, that's um, how I fuck. I'm dead silent. I've like had girls. I'm realizing what I'm saying. Call me daddy before. But. The mommy thing was new for me. And I was like, oh, she is like really about her feminism. Oh, my fucking God. It was good. I would be into the mommy thing because honestly, when I think about like hooking up with a girl, I want to hook up with an older woman, like a milf. Really? That's a fantasy to me. Who's in your top? Like celebrity fuck. Kendra Lust. You know that point. Yes. But just like a milfy woman who is just like, let's go. You have to have Lisa Ann on your podcast. I do. She did Horrible Decisions. And is she in her 50s? Yeah. But she was so attractive and she kept touching me and had so much sexual energy. Wow. I thought I was going to be judging her age, just frankly. And it was like, I didn't feel anything from it. Like she was, I didn't even remember her age. She was so attractive and so sexy. And I think that when you have it, you have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the J-Lo in it. Like, that's yes. the... Who else? Demi Moore has it, too. Oh, we were talking about her. Demi right? Moore has it. She has a sexual, sexual energy. energy. I mean, a basic one, Megan Fox, I feel like has that. <sighs> but she's not that old. True. Okay, you're saying, like, older women. I'm trying to think old. Meryl Streep. Just kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boss bitches talk about what they want like that. Because... Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can relate, but, like, when I wasn't doing too great, I'd kind of take whatever you give me. Uh-huh. Some good dick in at dinner. Yes. But now, I've got certain requirements that I need from men. And it's not necessarily saying, whether it be salary or whatever, but things that I need from them. Uh-huh. Respect certain values, the way they need to treat me. I, I think them, it's also an age thing, too. Yes. Like, as you get older, it's like, no, this is what I need, you know? I told a guy once, um, I fucked him, like, late night, and then he called me again late night. I was like, look, I gave you that one time, but that mm-hmm. was it. This isn't going to be a continual 2 a.m. thing. If you want to call me and get to know me and see me and take me out, whatever, I'll let you know when I want some dick. But you ain't about to be calling me at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and he was super nice about it. He was like, yo, my bad. I didn't really catch the vibe. And he was in New York again the next week and asked to take me out to dinner. And he is it, is he it knew like I was going to suck his dick, <laughs> but he put some food in front of me. But I had a great time talking to him that mm-hmm. night. And we talked about connecting later. So, like, if we stood by that, do it again next time you see me. See, this is And my- also, you know the caliber of woman I am. Yeah, You talk to me for hours. Mm-hmm. So don't treat me like some bitch you just met online. Right. Just have a little more class than that. See, I, 
like disagree with that. Like when I think about these things, I think that for the first few months of fucking around with a dude, you should act like you do not want to date him and you don't care that he's calling you at 2 a.m. shit. But you have to cut it out if you don't like it. They'll get used to it. But I just, I feel like you can't, I don't think you should tell men you're interested straight up in a guy, what you though. want right away. Why? Because it's like, we're this having is a, We got to take a poll on this. To me, it's like, we're just having fun for the first three months. But so what like, if you don't want to just have fun? Like, I think in order to manipulate men and not scare them off, and like, we shouldn't be catering this to men. Are my nipples out? No, oh, my boobs fall out of this all the time. Maybe I was looking at it. Oh, I'll show you though. <laughs> I'm like, what about what you saying? But, uh, <laughs> but I think, and we shouldn't be catering shit to men, but it's just the toxic advice I give. Like, I think men instinctively think every single girl is trying to get married and get pregnant. And so you should give off the vibe for the first super chill. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. that. You don't want to date and you're just having fun. So I'm going to meet you in the middle of the road with this one because I do agree with you. Okay. My most serious relationship, Old Bay, you know, still with him, dating him or non-monogamous. He's in his 40s. Mandy named him that. That's but so funny. he's not that old. But uh, basically, it was very casual in the beginning. And literally we almost like I broke it off because I realized he was a little too casual with me. I'm like, look, it's been a few months now. You came to Thanksgiving. You're my man. Uh-huh. And if you don't want to be my man, then I can't fuck you anymore because this just isn't cutting it for me. I'm too invested. Sorry. It's like the situation ship, the undefined lines. You're too old for this shit. And so am I. How long were you guys like dating? I think that was about that? four or five months. Okay. See, that's fair. But I will say the thing about like the 2 a.m. calls, I do believe you need to show men how they need to treat you a little bit. I'm still going to fuck you. I'm not, I'm not the bullshit. Oh my God, three day, three months or whatever. Like, oh, no, no. But like, if I want certain things from mm-hmm. a man, I'm going to ask for them. Like, I always do think you should ask. Maybe not be too serious. Like, you can't be talking to anyone else, but like, no, I don't want that guy. I want to go to dinner. Yeah. Like that type of shit. I'm still second D. <laughs> I fucking love that when you're in a situation I've been I've been there too with a dude and it's like he was using me so hard and I was like so in love with him he was like this sexy surgeon Mm. and he was just using my pussy like 100% but I was in complete denial and like I would make little boundaries for myself or like for myself or rules and I'd be like no but we have to go to dinner and then he knew I'd be fucking him Why after dinner. But like, I and I'm like, Sophia, just because you made him take you to dinner does not mean he fucking is going to date you, you dumb bitch. But to be honest, though, I do think if you need that, mm-hmm. I genuinely need that. So even if I you can't know have a guy just, just come over, but maybe like late and late, whatever, I have to yeah. be fucked up. But like, I really don't like That's when true. dudes, I need a little bit of like whining and dining. When I get pretty, when I put on an outfit, put some makeup That's on, true. I feel sexy like I like the flirting I actually need that shit yes but if you don't then don't then don't because some people don't like wasting their time or maybe they'll get too emotionally involved yeah but I only told him that because I really felt like I needed it so we go to dinner he takes me to Nobu and I'm like rolling my eyes when we get there and he was like oh is this not good enough for you I was like I feel like you took me to the fucking spot that was like where can I take this bitch because she's been complaining (laughs) yes and he said like yo He's like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't need a girl right now or anything like that. Plus, I got shit going on. Uh-huh. And he was like, but like, I'm not mad at it. He was like, I know you just can't have like dudes coming in and out your house like that. He was like, I get it. So he of- basically was like, I can't be serious right now. But yeah, he was like, but this I like. I just appreciated how he acknowledged me. He said something along the lines of like, I understand you would take yourself to Nobu. You would take yourself to eat certain things. You want me to do it because you know I'm going to get that pussy later than I will. <laughs> I was like, I- <laughs> Girl, second dick in the car. <laughs> in the car. I love when men let me know. No boo, though. It was the no boo. Black people his- love taking you. No, serious, Sophia. Black people take you to these places. If they're like, they're going to take you to catch STK, they're going to take you to a no boo. Okay, towel. those are like the spot. That's white people, too. No. White but- people do that shit, too. Girl, niggas love doing this. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because Future said it. Remember in Jumpman, no, no, no. Yes. They love doing that shit. Yes. No, white guys, they will take me into a French restaurant, a little like Le oh, Petit Boutique. okay. They'll take me like into- Like an underground little like right. spot. But like they are gonna, especially the industry dudes, they're like, oh, I'm gonna take you oh, somewhere. Well, the where industry people like, absolutely. Oh, you have to be seen in this outfit, bitch. That's really <laughs> what it is. He was like, where do you want to go? Catch steak? I was like, no, I'm doing fish right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but he must have said that in like a very- 
careful way because like if I went on a date with a dude and he like laid that out, like I'm not looking for something serious, like just so you know, I think I would kind of be offended. Like what makes you think I want something serious? You know what I'm saying? I think he said that because... Because you're like, I want a baby. I mean, he probably watched my stories and me like, oh, every baby. But I think he did it because he wanted to be transparent too, right? He's in his late 30s. Mm -hmm. And I think he was like, you know what? Before it gets somewhere. Yeah. Like, let me let her know what I want. Mm -hmm. And he asked me what I wanted. He was like, you made me take you to dinner. Mm -hmm. So like, what you need from me? I was like, I don't need anything from you. Right. But. I want to fuck you some more, but I can't do this like you're showing up to my crypt type shit. Like, I agree with that. I'd rather get to know the person I'm fucking. Me too. So. 100%. I, I like what you said, though, about not putting the pressure on mm-hmm. because I think there needs to be a fine line of women knowing and understanding that you can lay it on way too hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm only speaking in terms of how I feel like I need to be treated and I don't want someone to just feel That's, like they can be in and out. Yeah, that makes sense. But if you like that, if that, like, it doesn't yeah. make me feel whole. I got to be honest too about what doesn't make me feel good. Right. I also think like with different men, like for the most part, I do need that wine and dine thing. But like, I've had a dude that I'm thinking about particularly. And like this dude, all I wanted to do was like get in, get out, fuck. Like he had like this vibe. Uh, Yes. Why is it like that? That they have the best dick? God, you know what Lisa Ann said? What? She said, we were joking about broke dick. She's like, sometimes I see a guy who's broke with a big dick. I'm like, you don't even need a job. (laughs) Let this be your job. It's true. Dudes get the the fuck, they fuck the shit out of you. Because they have to. They do. But them, I don't expect, I don't need you to take me anywhere. Mm -hmm. Please don't. Do you but want an also, Uber, babe? But, but also, rich dudes are like jaded by pussy. So then the bro- they can fuck anybody they want. And then the broke dudes are like, oh, like I need to like really give this girl like I need to do. Just I need so to go you down need, you need like a bank teller, somebody in the middle. <laughs> I'm for real. Give me like a, a just in the middle. You guys can go to a really nice dinner like once a month. Maybe. You gonna go on your vacation? Uh huh. Not once a month, Sophia. Once a what? Once a week? Do you go on? <laughs> dates with women too or you just like to fuck them? um not since my ex-girlfriend i fuck a lot of girls since my ex but like that was enough so i was in love with someone i had someone who was in love with me that was not fit to be in my life mm-hmm. one it wasn't because he made less like mandy would make some jokes about him because she was like girl because he broke it really wasn't that it was that he couldn't understand me excelling and oh interesting do you remember when Deborah wears prada where we thought the whole time and hathaway was a bitch Yes. To her boyfriend? Yes. yes. She yes. really wasn't. She wasn't at all. She was really climbing. She was getting what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And he made her feel like she wasn't doing enough. Because she would fucking come home late. Like, looking back on that movie, like, that's insane. Me, I feel the same way. And I think that we had this idea back then that now we're more open to. But that's how he made me feel. He would talk about other women that had different jobs that weren't as on the go as me. Right. We, we would talk about family. He'd be like, no fucking way. You can be like touring with my kid with you. Like, we need to be home. We need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you'll be with me, but this is what we'll be doing. Like, he was very unhappy with my ideals. I want a family right. and a white picket fence and all that shit too. Mm-hmm. I just know I could buy the fence, your mama's fence and everybody else's next door. Yes. That's what I need. Yes. Intrinsically, I need that for my own ego. Yep. It makes that money security is very important to me. Me too. But with him not even acknowledging that I could do that was very hard. But he was so in love with me. And it really made me feel like I wouldn't meet another man that was. But like when you look back on like your relationships, do you still feel like a bond to them? Like how you just said with this, with your Not all of them, but with people that are important, you always will. And our relationship has has to change. I feel that. Is there something wrong with me? No, maybe you haven't haven't met those soul partners yet, soul ties. My ex-boyfriends, I'm trying to think, I don't. And were they bad to you? (laughs) <laughs> well, that's the thing. Probably most of them. When someone's been bad to you or disloyal then or done something to hurt you, no. We had an amicable breakup. Like, okay, we can't give each other what we want. Yeah. It's like a friend breakup. Like, how, like True. yes, I'm fucking you, but still like you're, I talk to you every day. True. You know, I want to tell you funny shit, but like now I'm not gonna lie, it's hard. I'm just trying to be respectful, but she look good. But are you in a relationship right now? Yeah, we're not monogamous. Oh. I actually don't talk about him on my show anymore. Why? You got um, pissed? No, when Mandy got a boyfriend on the show, people were really shitty about it because she couldn't stop talking about him. 
And whereas she did talk about him a lot, she was just very in love and mm-hmm. feeling that love and hadn't felt that feeling before. And people probably want you guys to like be single and out fucking. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm just done talking about relationships because hers was so much more polarizing than mine. And mm. I was like, nah, I just don't want to bother. Plus, I fuck other people. So I just talk about the other people now. <laughs> because like the shit is exciting. Yeah, and, it is. And also like, you know, damn, I'm so honest with you. You do a good job. Thank you. Look at you sliding them in. My life is changing a lot. And he is very supportive of my life, understands it. He's older, like he gets it. He's been on the go with me too. But I think you kind of start to see like, oh, I do need to open myself up a little bit more. If I'm really non-monogamous, I need to lean into the shit. And I'm enjoying the relationship I have with different people too. Like they're fulfilling me in different ways. Mm -hmm. Not saying that this person can't do that, but like, it's like, Maybe you and I love to party together. And maybe mm-hmm. one friend you have doesn't, but you call her for certain things. Like each person kind of fills a yes, void. absolutely. And I don't think one person can be your everything. I just really don't believe that. Yeah. I believe you'll be with them, mm-hmm. but there may be something they lack in, which is why you need other friendships. Yes. You can't have one, you know, friend. You have a million friends. So I yes. just feel like that with men. Yes. And so the non-monogamy thing is like working great. Do you feel like your bond with him is like a little bit less than in a monogamous relationship or not at all? No, I think more. More. You have to be more trustworthy to have non-monogamy. Interesting. Because really in monogamy, all you have is trusting that you're just each other, you know? And when you're non-monogamous, you have to be very secure in Mm -hmm. knowing you won't lose that person. Yeah. You know, it's not easy, especially if I meet someone who's like lit. I'm like telling him about, (laughs) oh yeah, I ran into this guy. He's like, oh, I know who that is. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> actually, um, I need to know everything. He doesn't need to know shit. Oh, really? He just doesn't want it to be a guy he could ever run into. I've noticed that with men and women. Men are like, don't fucking tell me. And women do the opposite. I want to know her name, her Instagram. What her pussy looks like. What it Everything. Like. I want to yeah. see her nudes. Like, yeah. I'm a lot. Yes. But, but I think it's not in a jealous way. Mm, I don't think it's in a jealous way because I don't feel the jealousy. But I'm so curious. And yeah. there may be a little competition there, too. Yes, 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 yes. Like, yes. I'm not going to lie. One girl, I was like, oh, she's a little too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the fuck is this? Ten. Yeah. I hated her. But it's all right. I fucking hate her, too. And she was, like, I'm dressing pissed. well. And then no, she had a great job. I was I'm like, fucking fuck. pissed. I hope she's a bad person. Yeah. Do, pe- <laughs> Do people ask you if you're bi all the time? Yeah. Because I've had a lot of people, like, just in my DMs and shit, like, would you consider yourself bisexual? And I'm thinking to myself, like, no. Really? I'll just eat pussy. You don't think you're Does bi? Does that make me bi if I'm, like, down to, like, eat vagina and have my vagina ate by a girl? So, yes. I, but I, the I, other thing is, you definitely have it in you. I've even heard you talk about women walking around them. Yes. Like, maybe emotionally and romantically you want to be with men, but, like, yeah. It's bisexual, not bi-relationship, girl. <laughs> You look gay. Okay, so when I when people ask me that, I have to be like, yes. I don't feel bisexual, though. But you know what it is when people ask it? Like, sometimes they make it like this they thing. They want to put, like, put you a in a label box. on yeah. it. Is it the Kinsley scale or Kinsley scale? Kinsley. Kinsley. You just need to know where you're matching up on it. Maybe on some days spectrum. you're just a little more gay. Yeah. But if it's not down the middle, like, for example, there's nights where I go out to the club and I'm, like, only looking at men. And then there's times where I'm disgusted by them. How do you decide, like, how? I don't know. It just like, it's how it's you that wake up that scale. day. I really, there's some is a pussy day. <laughs> and you know what I pussy when it really spark, sparks day. up? Weirdly enough, my, like, it's from tension. Let's say even after, even in this moment right now, right? We, we, we can say we have te- sexual tension. Maybe in a week, I'm like, I need to fuck a girl. I don't know why. And it could have been from that one moment. Right. Maybe I need to fulfill something. Right, right, right. Those are the moments. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments when I'm needing it. Um, but that's why I love threesomes because I get both. It's like, I don't even know. Like, just put them both in my face. If you guys just saw Weezy with the mic, you would be horrified. <laughs> it was bad. Like, I'm better I, than that. I know. I'm like, uh, I hope you are. <laughs> um, okay, Weezy. I think this has been so fucking amazing. I love catching up with you. We, we could talk for hours. I know. I'm like, no. We, we need gotta, to like, do it when you're in my studio, bitch. Please. Oh. Yes. Let me like that video. Up. I'm going to. Are you going to make my set super cute? Yeah, I'll do your set. I can do your video now. Uh-huh. For those of you listening, I opened a studio. It's Black Owned Podcast Studio in Soho. Because I love that shit. You know. Soho. My partner was like, we should do Brooklyn. I was like, 
No. I remember you telling me, you were like, I will be in Soho and that's it. Oh, I, I had to. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how bougie I am. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. I cannot Hun. wait to check in with you in like a fucking few years. Oh, You're going to be on God. another Bitch, level. Bitch, i to get canceled for this. No. <laughs> They're going to be like, her head blew up. It did. But that's been the most fun. I love helping my friends make their pods. Mm-hmm. And you haven't been in a studio in so long. Dude, now that you just fucking said that, like you're in for a rude awakening because I'm going to be like, I need you producing the pod. I need you like doing every fucking thing. <laughs> Do you know you said that Sophie to me the night you met, you met me? I did. You like Weezy, just like, because you were asking me for title help and ideas and yes. help. You're like, can you just produce it? I was like, I don't really know the other time. But you know what? You require a full free, team. Though. Yeah. I <laughs> No, I'm going to help you. That's like, that greedy for sure. bitch shit. Once no, you- but I, I think when I said that at that moment, like I didn't have a team and I'm like. No, I think I was your sixth episode or something. Mm-hmm. And you also like you didn't know what people wanted from you then. Now you do. Yes. Oh, things are, I mean, a year. I mean, that was like about a year ago. Yeah. I'm assuming. And things are just so different now. So anyways, holy shit. We could like keep going for fucking a year. Where can they find you, Weezy? Weezy WTF on Instagram and Twitter. Check out Sex Cells on Fuse every Monday at 11. I'm if you don't so have Fuse, you'll cable somehow. Um, and listen to Horrible Decisions. I also have another podcast. I feel like you guys all know Horrible Decisions, but called For Fact's Sake. And it's just about random topics. It could be chicken, dick, eggs. I love I doing it. I listened to one and it was so fucking Which one funny. was it? I can't remember, but they're just the so guy? mindless. You do it with a guy. Eddie Delisepi. He's a comedian. I was he's a funny. fan of his show for years. Mm-hmm. He had a podcast, but now he's my podcast partner. I stole him. I love shit like this. I love mindless podcasts. And I don't mean to diminish my show by saying that, but mm-hmm. like shit is just, you can pick it up whenever. Yes. So, like even your show and my show, you need to listen from the start to end. Yes. This one you don't. I love that shit. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Like I don't have time. I need to clean my house. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, and you know where to find me, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y on all social media, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.